Is your email inbox just a hot mess? Do you have a schedule? Do you need someone to do scheduling for you? Manage your inbox. Maybe you need some content created for you. And Canva is just too time consuming. Well, let me offer my services. Not only am I a life coach, but I am also an executive virtual assistant and operational specialist. Relax and stop burning that midnight oil. I'm here to keep your business processes running smoothly and to balance your workflow so you can concentrate on other aspects of your business. Go to my website, www.lifeverbs with the S podcast.com forward slash virtual assistant and request more info or book your free one hour consultation call with me and receive 10% off of your first month. That can be anywhere up to $70 or more off your first month. So what are you waiting for? I look forward to speaking with you soon and helping you in balancing your workflow. Hey, it's Coach Zen. You are in for a treat because you get to hear even more Rue tonight. That's right. Tonight, August 15th, Sunday, go to their Instagram page. Just search Holland Spices and more. All one word. Follow them. Click on the bell at the top right. Make sure that everything is toggled green and you're receiving all the notifications so that you can see them live. Stay tuned to their page for time and more info and keep your eyes on the lookout. The art of ritual is fascinating because this is what was utilized in the scriptures. Talk about rituals. Our ancestors utilized rituals. Rituals were utilized in the day of old and it's time to bring them back in. And our favorite herbalists, the Hollands, show us how to be one with the earth and do this. Utilize the earth as spiritual tools. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. I look forward to their art rituals on Sundays and also their Tuesdays tea that takes place on their Instagram page live on Tuesdays. Enjoy this podcast episode and I look forward to seeing you tonight at the Art of Ritual with the Hollands.
tribe, it's Coach Zen. Welcome to Life Verbs Podcast, an empowering podcast created to hydrate your soul and fortify your spirit, intensify and renew your mentality through mm. organic and authentic conversations that mm. feed your inner self. A life verb is a trademark phrase that I created that means living in action, you all. A verb of life is also your personal philosophy of life that is obtained through your personal life experiences. Wow. Man, what a great introduction. The great Zen. This platform is designed to help you realign from the highs and lows of life. Okay, and to strengthen your resilience. All right, I'm your motivational speaker and mentor, Kai, who intensifies and renews your mindset. So let's get to it. How we get to it? Life verb is we're talking about spiritual heart disease mm. with our favorite herbalist, the Hollands. We have Rue here, one half of Holland Spices, the herbal sanctuary. Welcome, Rue, to Life Herbs Podcast. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. It's been too long, and we are so excited to be back with you. It's so oh. good to be back. Yes, yes. You're awesome. You're looking awesome. Got the hair out. Okay. You know, I'm in my Leo energy. We in Leo season. Hey, Leo season, Leo moon, Leo everything. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And we thank you because you all always bless this platform. It's always such a refresh, a refresher to have you here. So thank you so much for being here. Room actually has Tuesday's Tea, the Hollands, on Instagram. If y'all are not watching Tuesday's mm. Tea, I don't know what y'all are gonna... <laughs> Facts! Facts! I'm gonna need y'all to get your life all the way together. Okay? Because there is so much knowledge that Rue provides and that Mrs. Holland provides. That's just absolutely amazing. And today we're going to talk about one of those episodes on Tuesday's Tea. We're going to talk about, Rue was talking about the heart of the matter. Mm. And she spoke on spiritual heart disease. And when she said that word, Rue probably remembers. <laughs> I was putting emojis, okay? I was going ham in the comments, and I was like, please come and talk about this. Then was dropping gems that was validating all of the information that was coming out. And so I'm just so excited to just, you know, be back and that you even felt compelled enough uh, to even ask us to come onto your platform. Uh, and to be able to dive into what we got into a little bit um, on Tuesday's tea. So I'm excited to talk about it. Excellent, excellent. Let's just drop right in. You said that there are six stages. Yes, yes. Of spiritual heart disease. Will you please go through those stages of the spiritual heart disease for us and just a brief description of what each means? Okay. 
So in my study, uh, for those of you who are, who will ever have time to join us uh, during one of our Tuesday Tea episodes, uh, this particular episode that Zen is speaking on, uh, we really delved into the heart of the matter. And what we found is when dealing with the heart is what you find is that you're really dealing with the mind, um, the subconscious mind to be specific. And so uh, when we talk about healing the art and we want to take it from being just a cliche thing that we say, uh, we want to start actually putting these principles into heart and to practice um and so to even begin healing and doing the work of the heart we have to begin with the mind um and dealing with the dealing with the heart a uh, spirit took us through six stages um, of spiritual heart disease um one of them being the broken heart uh the broken heart comes in uh through basically life not showing up as you most desire it to you know your broken heart could have started in childhood your broken heart could have started in school um, it could have started and, you know, moving through religious sectors in life. Your broken heart could have come basically from any experience that didn't manifest the way in which you desire, you know, for them to manifest. The second one uh, is the fearful heart. And when we look at the fearful heart, the fearful heart really speaks to any area uh, that leads to brokenness or has pieces of brokenness interwoven, and, you know, throughout them. And so uh, when you find brokenness in your, in your heart or in any place, in your life, you find that it automatically begins to make you fearful, fearful of taking leaps of faith, um, mm -hmm. fearful of, of moving to new jobs where, where spirit is telling you to release, you know, and to move from where you are. Uh, maybe you're fearful to heal the broken relationship dynamics that exist in your family, uh, or maybe you're just really fearful of, be, of beginning to deal with the, pa the pathologies that exist uh, and the internal work that we're all charged to do. Uh, and then from a fearful heart, it takes us to an angry heart and you know whatever is not fixed and whatever is not dealt with eventually turns uh and it transmutes into anger uh and a lot of times it's very difficult to differentiate between fear and between brokenness because if you're unsure of the things that's broken within you uh it can be very difficult to um be able to communicate uh, what it is that you're really trying to say, and it can translate as you being angry, you know, as you being bitter, you know, when it's really you're, you're brokenhearted, you know what I'm saying? And so um, anything that's not dealt with as it relates to our brokenness eventually transmutes into anger. Um, and then we have our hopeless heart. And the hopeless heart is when our hopes become weak. Um, our minds become vulnerable to any negative thought um, that crosses our minds when you feel hopeless. You know, you leave yourself susceptible um, to any and everything. You leave yourself susceptible to the world and, and to what the world is trying to give you in order to take on, you know, for yourself. You, you're just hopeless. You know, there, there's nothing to live for, you know. And we grew up, grow up in church, especially the melanated community. I think we grow up a lot um, really hearing um versions of what evil is, evil conduct, um, evil behavior. But when we really begin to study the etymology of the word evil, it translates into any thought that goes contrary to God. And when mm -hmm. we look at the etymology of God, you find that, that the etymology of God breaks down to the I am that I am. The I am is the physical God that's manifested. So any negative, you know, or hopeless behaviors or hopeless patterns uh, that we hang on to, um, they eventually leave room open for any type of evil thought, anything that goes contrary to your own belief, anything that goes contrary to you standing and what it is that you know standing in your power. 
you know, anything that leaves you feeling hopeless. And then we have a hard heart. And I think that this this one is is almost as dangerous as the last one because when we get to the heart, to the heart and aspect of our of our heart, you know, being hard, that means that nothing is penetrating. You're almost calcified. You know, when we look at calcification, you know, especially if you listen to a lot of the lectures in the in the conscious community, you'll find them talk a lot about the penile gland being calcified. And if the penile gland is calcified, then that means that there is no spiritual, you know, any any there's no spiritual guidance, you know, that that is having access to you. It can't even um, filter into the room because you wouldn't even see it because you're calcified, you know, you're hardened. And so when the heart is in that stage, you can't even see forgiveness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't even hear other people's perspectives or point of views because you're completely hardened you know, to a new perspective, to a new way of thinking, to a new way of dealing, or you've grown accustomed to the attention that you receive from being hard, you know, or from being, uh, walking around with the bitch, or if I can say that word, you know, just, being, um, and then the last one that I think is the most dangerous, uh, and I think it also connects to, um, a relationship pattern that we see, especially when we aren't doing the work within our relationships and we allow them to fall off. Uh, mm-hmm. You get to the stage of being having a numbed heart or just being completely checked out of your experience altogether. Um, and that translates to me as being indifferent or the indifferent stages that we go through, you know, in any type of relationship. You just don't care what happens. You know, you don't care if you heal it. You don't care if you stay broken. You don't care if you stay numb. You're just indifferent to what it is. I don't feel nothing. I don't see nothing. You take me as I am. You're just numb. And, and once you get to that stage, you might as well say that you, you should just lay down and die. Because mm. movement, you know, there's no motivation to movement. There's no motivation to healing. You know, there's no motivation to dealing with the things that which made you numb. You're just existing to exist. And so those are the six stages uh, that we delved into a little bit during our Tuesday's tea episodes. I love how you said you just stated something that's so true. Motivation, right? M-O-V, move, yes. is in the word yes. motivation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, this, this, um, just, just, listening, just listening to the breakdown of these, right? Um, and I'm looking at them. Yeah. It's like one, three, five, and six. Yeah. I can contest for all of those. Yeah. You know, and it seems like if you got a broken heart, then you definitely gonna have an angry heart. That's it. And it's it's indivisible. Yeah, it's triple down. Stages. You know, as the head goes, so shall the body follow. Yeah. You know, and you can keep the illusion up in the mind. You know, you can keep the appearance up in the mind for but so long before the body starts to manifest the thinking and starts to manifest the health of your soul. You know the health of your mind so yeah. and especially in this season we're not getting away with nothing yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's um you know the the broken heart and um zen had we we, we did a live and and um it came out as we were just talking mm-hmm. that um because i think something 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 we were talking about we were talking about how you know a broken heart and she and i think she asked me like have you had a broken heart? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, um, and I related it back to, mm-hmm. um, you know, women, but yeah. then I had to figure out that the real broken heart came from, from my father. 
you know, and then that's how we got on that conversation on the live. And it was just like, mm-hmm. I never thought about that ever mm-hmm. until we actually started talking about it. Yeah. And then, so that broken heart turned into an angry heart because mm-hmm. I had so much anger built up, you know. And years, it sat there. Yeah, it yeah. sat there. Yeah, it like a tumor. It, yeah. it sister. Mm-hmm. And yeah. turned into, you know, turned into anger, which could turn into rage. Yes. I'm going to tell you what it turned into. Yes. It turned into number six. The mm. numb. Come on. Um, the checked out. Because yeah. when you have so much from, you know, my side was females, and then mm. you have the person that's supposed to love you unconditional, right? And you getting it from that side, yeah. it's like, well, now I'm just numb to the fact. Now I don't even, I can't even show any types of affection because I'm numb to it. I'm checked out. I'm checked out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um it's just it's just it's not a coincidence that all of a sudden you know this this topic is what we're talking on because it really makes sense it does and i think right now um just in where we are in the world we're all you know as a collective but we're all individually really being forced to deal with ourselves to deal with our decisions you know to deal with how we make decisions you know, to deal with why we're choosing the things that we're choosing. And if at the end of the, of the day, if we're choosing them for ourselves or if we're choosing to stay, you know, a part of systems, you mm-hmm. know, and stay a part of the things that we've been programmed to think that we have to do, you know, when really spirit is, is really moving us through a detaching. And that can be very, very difficult for people to understand, especially because um, we've been so taught to follow if i'm being if i'm being very honest to follow to stay in line yeah and to do you know what your family most desires for you to do to be who your family most desires you to be um to marry who your family most desires for you to marry uh at the cost of losing ourselves you know and we've gone years of being detached with our realities and being completely detached uh if i'm being very honest with the happenings of the world uh-huh. and so for many of us um spirit really was had began to deal with the collective and the falling away you know of and and, and the dealing with the things that we're most tethered to that we're most attached to mm-hmm. be, be it yeah. our friends be it our children be it our jobs be, be it our, the, the, um, the political systems that we attach ourselves to, the religious systems that we attach ourselves to, you know, spirit really has us in a position of holding a mirror up to us. Mm-hmm. And in that mirror, you're not going to see your family reflected in that. You're no, not going to see no. your friends reflected in that. You're not even going to see your children. What you're going to see is yourself. Yeah. That's where it really begins. And so when we, when we begin to deal with our heart, what we're really doing is making the conscious decision to deal with our mind and to get to the root of our mind and to the root of our thinking, you know, the root of our pathologies, the root of our triggers. We've spoken on this numerous amount of times about um, you can't heal yourself, let alone anyone else, until you take control of your mind. Come on. All right. And... um, 
when it comes to fixing a broken heart and an angry heart and you know a checked out heart and all of these things the only reason why i can speak on this is because the positions that i've been in and where i'm at now yeah. like i don't let things get to that that i mean because think about it, your heart is inside mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so you really have to let things number one get past here absorb here and then get pushed down to here yeah so yeah. here you can control everything before it gets to here yeah exactly you know I mean? so and i'm gonna tell you how right you are with what you're saying because in order for something before an image can ever materialize before us especially as it relates to the physical um it has to get past your mind first you know it it has to it has to become real in your mind before it can ever manifest to your mm -hmm. to, you know, to your physical world and so before our, our heart gets to the point of um um of crystallizing the beliefs and crystallizing the ideas mm -hmm. that we tell mm -hmm. it and the things that we believe up here there is a chance to change it and how we change it is by really beginning to understand um, these words as no longer being surfaced, but really understanding the principle mm -hmm. of what these words are. And if we look at the heart, I just want to give give just a little bit of um, yes of symbolism, not even symbolism, but but I really want to break down what these words are because especially from read my mind because I'm coming right after you with that symbolism. You read in my mind. We grew up in church just having words thrown at us. And spoken over us and we take these things as being oh yeah god got it worked out or yeah or or the scripture that i use for tuesday tea above all else guard your heart for everything that you do flows from that right and someone can take that and hear that sunday morning and be like yes pastor yes pastor. Uh, and show you right show you right and still walk away never understanding what he is really speaking about when the scripture says above all else guard your heart from it does everything flow and when you hear that scripture where it's going to do is take you to the first hermetic principle which mm. is all is mine that's where your world begins and that is where your world stops and when we look at the metaphysical definition of the heart it breaks down to the heart being love okay this is the affectional consciousness of me so this is when we look at consciousness and we look at the etymology of consciousness it's simply to be aware and right now we're living in a time where everything is romanticized and so we hear the word consciousness and we automatically um attach it to something otherworldly and it's not to say that it's not other otherworldly but it shouldn't be difficult to comprehend when yeah. the only thing that consciousness means is to be aware yes. are you aware of your thoughts aware. right are you aware of your trigger Right. Are you aware of what spirit is trying to do into your life and how your ancestors are trying to move on behalf of you? Are you aware of the things that you're taking into your body? Are and you are aware you focused of, too. of your body? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Are you focused? Are yeah. you present in your experience? Because to be aware, you have to be present. Yes. And we've, all, and we've all been sort of like the walking day, like the yes. operating day, just moving and function and principle but never having any real cognitive understanding of the principles that we're operating in every day and the minute that you try to give understanding to the principles and to the rituals is automatically deemed as demonic hmm. right which is foolish because what's really demonic is not having the consciousness 
the awareness of what it is that you wake up and that you're doing every single day of the words that you're choosing to say when you're speaking to people, the words that you're choosing to say when you're speaking to yourself. And so when we look at the heart, it is the affectional consciousness of man. What does love look like to you? What does love sound like to you? What, do, what does the voice of your mother sound like? We will be back after this brief message. Stay tuned, don't go anywhere. Did you know that one of the biggest benefits of podcast ads is that listeners actually enjoy them? Yeah, you didn't hear me wrong. On business.com, I learned that 67% of podcast listeners enjoy hearing ads compared to the 6% that enjoy hearing ads on TV or on the radio. So therefore, podcast ads are one of the most effective ways to get more exposure on your brand, to build your clientele, to build your customer base, and even more importantly, to create that strong loyalty within that base. That's why I am so proud to announce that Lightbirds Podcast is now offering commercial ads. That's right. We want to advertise your business. And I would love to send you more information. So if you're interested, email me at contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. Again, that's contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. And when you send the email, be sure to put in the subject, interested in advertisements. And I look forward to connecting with you. Blessings in abundance. And what did love first sound like when it left her tongue? What did her mm-hmm. actions, what did her actions show you? How did they mold you in love? And what ways were you kept from the affection of love? And how does that present to you today? What does the consciousness of your heart look like? Right? It also says that the heart is, is through this faculty that man receives love. So how are you receptive? to the energy, to the frequency of love. Yeah. What does that sound? Is it aggressive? I want to pause. I want to pause both of y'all just momentarily because I really want to speak on what Rue was saying. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're all vibing on the same wavelength here and I love it. I want to talk about the heart mm. and what it spiritually represents. I want to add to that. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that represents is the central wisdom of sensation, Mm. meaning feeling Mm. versus the brain wisdom of reason. Yes. It also represents the seat of your emotions. Yes. 
The space of the heart carries the senses of intellect and comprehension. Yes. The heart is what carries it, not the mind. No. The heart feeds it and carries it to the mind. Yes. The heart is the focal point, whereas the brain and our sexual organs are the parameters, yes. meaning the end point. Yes. Therefore, it's safe to say that the heart is truly the energy source mm -hmm. that generates fuel to our parameters. Yes, yes, yes. Brain and the yes. sexual organs. Yes. Yes. And and that makes sense as to how and why the Bible uh and scripture describe the heart to represent to represent the subconscious mind. Because for many people, I think that we think that we manifest out of the conscious mind, but the what you most believe um, passes through the conscious and it crystallizes, meaning it takes form in the subconscious mind, right? That's where is the building blocks come together. That's why it says with all you do, guard your heart because everything that you do flows from the subconscious, flows from the things that you don't know is going on in your mind. That data bank of experience. It's, exactly, it's formed from the, from the emotions, from all of the information that you've had access to up until this point, right? And then there's a moment that's presented to you within your subconscious where it says, are we, are we gonna build up or are we gonna tear down? And mm. in order to logically make that decision, you will have to go back and to make an assessment of what is there. And if there's mildew there, if it's rotten woods or rotten parts, you know, if it's termites that's in there and just eating away at all the good things, at all the divine thoughts, at all the divine good things that you're trying to pour, to pour into you. If there are termites that are continuously eating away at everything that you're trying to work and build up, then that means that you should be tearing down these subconscious. Okay. To crystallize. Yes. I'm programming it, unlearning to relearn, right? Yes, exactly. Unlearning to relearn. And so many people right now are being shooketh yes. because they're being forced, just like you yes. were saying earlier, to unlearn things and having to relearn things. And because they base their faith yes. on man, Yes. And not truly basing their faith on truth, they're having a hard time. I mean, it's to the point where people are getting defensive. Yeah. I yeah. hear all the time defensive and they're trying to put more in your face. They're the uh, Yeah. When I say people are locked where they are, you know, timelines are a very real thing. Yes. And we've been operating in cyclical timelines for a very long time. Mm. But we're really beginning to become present in timelines. Make no mistake that, that the powers that be, they understand cyclical cycles. They understand time. They understand how time works. Mm. They understand planetary energy and how to utilize the planetary energies while we sit in our church houses, throwing money at an altar, saying, God, I'm, I'm, you're going to work it out. You have beings that are operating in actual rituals because mm -hmm. they understand who God is. And that's really what it comes down to. 
is really understanding God and what God does and what um, and how God is made manifest in the physical. Because if we really if we really had a clear understanding um, of who God was and how God operates, we would start to be very, very mindful about the things that we operate in. We would be very, very mindful about the conversations that we engage in, mm-hmm. you know, be very, very mindful about the things that we give our attention to. Yes. The things that we allow to spend our attention. You know, we would just begin to be very, very, very mindful, you know, and especially as we move forward, you know, the world is 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 gonna become an even more trickier place. Yeah. You know, so if we don't become very clear on our hearts and, yeah. and what truths and principles we hold at the center of our hearts. Every storm, every test, you know, every trial that's going to be thrown our way and into our paths, we're going to buckle. Yeah. We're going to buckle because we don't trust ourselves against the resistance. And that's what our ancestors did. Our ancestors did rituals. Yes. This is what has been done since the beginning of time. And I think we bless the ancestors a lot. I think that we blaspheme the ancestors a lot especially when we use them to justify the actions that we see happening in our present world. Mm. Use the ancestors to justify um, medical practices or or political beliefs, but we don't call on the ancestors in any other way. But we'll use them and we'll pull on them much like we do with Jesus. We'll pull on the energy, need something from them. And then when everything goes wrong, Oh, uh, Jesus didn't want me to have that. No, 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 no. And and it ain't the devil neither. It's you. It's all you. You are the devil and you are the God. Whether you ever choose to come into the overstanding of that, that is the beauty of free will. That is where the two meet. When us choosing to tap into and to become conscious. And I'm going to be very honest with you. This world will rather die in bliss than to ever become accountable to the awareness of what's actually happening around them. And that's what what accountability accountability is a hell of a, is a hell of a thing. And it's necessary, but so many people don't like that. Right. They say they want it. (laughs) They say they want it until they really see what it truly is. You don't. Uh, uh, Accountability is, is, is accepting everything for what it is. Right. Facts. Uh, I mean, everything you're saying is is so 100% true, uh, man. I will again, it, it, and that's this is just you know it's the universe confirming everything that you were already talking about mm-hmm. because Zen and I was talking about something earlier um, earlier last week and about you know um, I think I did a Zen she knows more than I do yeah. I think I did a reel about this and I was just like you know what you have on your IG because Instagram is already a distraction, right? It's, it's a distraction period. Yes. Right. It is. But what are you scrolling? Mm-hmm. Right. What's on your timeline? Yes. What are you watching? On television? What are you watching? Because you it's, it's, it's going to be a distraction, but is it going to yes. be a good distraction? Yes. You see yes. what I'm saying? So I know for a fact, I have three different pages and mm-hmm. one page, I know I can go in there and look at, everything dealing with my business so cars things like that then i have one where i'm following you know eric thomas and i'm following spiritual things and i'm following 
Devon, uh, Devin Good, Megan's yeah. Megan Goods, um, mm -hmm. right? And he'll sometimes he'll just be going through something and just he's he's doing a prayer, yeah, right? And it's and it's and I need it for that for that day. Yeah. So when I'm scrolling, it's not a bad distraction. I'm yeah. actually scroll with intention. You scroll with it in some way. Yeah, you know what I mean. I might see something with TD Jakes or his or his daughter or whatever it is. You know, motivation mafia, like all of these things. I'm looking for something to feed me. Yeah. So a lot of the times I'm going through and I'm like, I'm cleaning up these IG mm -hmm. because the old me and this, and this how you know you're growing because I can look at the stuff that I used to follow and, yes. I'm, like, and I'm looking at myself. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. So I'll scroll and I'm like, it instantly unfollow yes. right then and there. And what I love about what you said and why, why you also have to be very careful because that that's how tricky the mind can work you know your mind is going to feed you and it's going to validate whatever it is that you believe mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so whatever your mind is linked to at the time best believe spirit is going to give you a validation to be like damn i was just thinking that damn i needed that right and yeah. what's beautiful about that is that we can look at it as being synchronistic and then we also have to be very mindful uh, that we don't look for the outward things to feed our nature because what what will happen is that the outwardly things will will feed what what is already there, and like you said, you'll go back. I, you know, you can go back to your feed and see how you've grown. Maybe something appealed to you one week, and the next week it was out of your spirit, right? Yeah. And so, depending upon the work that we're continuously doing, you know, and and within and within our minds, that is what is going to validate on the outside of us. That is what's going to synchronize, crystallize, you know, within our experience. And so I love that you have different ways in which you're feeding yourself and how you're able to identify, you know, when it's serving you and when it's okay for you to hang yourself and to move on to the next lesson. As we as we close, yes, I want to to talk about this as we close. Um in my coaching practice, I actually utilize the emotional scale. And the emotional scale, it lists 30 emotions that are mm -hmm. sequenced from our highest vibrational mm -hmm. feelings to our mm -hmm. low, lowest. And mm -hmm. what this does, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because when I was watching that episode of Tuesday's Tea and hearing you, and hearing you speak today, hearing Kai speak, I just wanted to bring this up. Yeah. What this does is it helps us to ultimately see and understand our desires yes. for the joyful and fulfilling life that that is meant for us. Yes. Right? That we're deserving of because it's meant for us. It also helps us to identify emotions because many people find it so difficult to open up. Yes. And others find it difficult to articulate and to express their emotions. Yes. Side note, journaling is a great way to do so. Phenomenal. Listening and, and that's something that you struggle with, start journaling. you got to get it out. The emotional scale helps us to be more gracious. It helps us to think more rationally, meaning flexible, versus mm -hmm. thinking irrationally, meaning rigid and untrue. And it helps improve one's ability to reflect on situations and have more of a sound mind about mm -hmm. it. 
please share how our listeners can find you. Tuesday's Tea, the Sunday Art of Rituals. Please share this information so that they all can find you. You guys can find me on my personal Instagram page at Rumonera Holland or Empress Rue, I believe it is. Um, or you can find us, honestly, at Holland Spices. Um, I mainly run the page from over there. I'm one half. My other half is my wife, uh, Mrs. Holland, um, also known as Akila Asad Holland. Uh, we both together run and operate Holland Spices and More. And so you guys can find us on social media at um, Holland Spices and More on Instagram or Holland Spices um, on Facebook or join us on Tuesdays, every Tuesday for our Tuesdays Tea um, and every Sunday for our Art of Rituals. Um, or just come in and converse and talk and chop it up with us in the DMs. Any way that we can serve you, we're here. You look for us, I guarantee you, you will find us. <laughs> and if you answer their DMs, because I'll be DMing the Holland 24 7. So, uh, com for all of your apothecary needs. If you yes. check the website out and you don't know where to begin, please feel free to DM me. I'm always um, available to help you guys. Definitely, definitely. And I want to say, listeners, are you living a life of your choosing? If not, it's on you to change it because no one else is going to enhance it or change it for you. Wow. Wow. Listen, I I don't even know what else to say after that one, but um, you got to get you got to get yourself right. Right, you got to get yourself right, and listen, it doesn't matter how old or how young, right? I I always hear so many people like, oh, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm outdated. You're not. It's all mental, as as we were talking about, as as she was explaining. It's all mental. So, um, follow her, DM her, you know, because there's a lot of y'all out there like myself. Um, I just happen to find my own way, okay, and it took me a long time. Okay, but now you have someone that can help you with your broken heart, your numb heart, all of the things. All right, so um, follow her. All you know, you can see everything's right there. You know, don't be scared to ask questions. There's no such thing as a dumb question. All right, so let's um let's get to it, man. If you're interested in advertising your business or product or or you know on our platforms, email um the marketing team at contactlifeverbs with an s at gmail.com. Yes, and we want to hear from you regarding this topic. We would love to hear a life verb that you live by. So you can email us. If you go to our Instagram pages, you can see every single one. You can see Holland Spices, Kai's and myself. Email Kai and myself on Instagram. It's also located in the description box, your story. And we would love to share it right here on this podcast. Right. All right. So make sure you connect with us and watch us. We do go live. Holland, she, she definitely goes live. I need to hop on that Tuesday. So Zen, make sure you remind me of that. I want to yes. hop on that Tuesday tea. Have, your schedule. have some tea. Oh with my God. Me. We would love to have you all. Hey, on I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I would definitely want to have you and your expertise on uh, art of virtual. We'll customize something around for us. Definitely. definitely. Anytime. 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 Yeah. All right. And then um we like to have you jump on. Um, you know, we have the mix up. Get in the oh, mix I'm up I'm on Wednesday. They be popping. Y'all, yeah. y'all All right. <laughs> and um, other than that, man, uh, Zen, you want to take us out? 
Yes, always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit uh, fortified. And we're always two Libras, right? Oh, order and a Leo. So we're two Libras, that's us, and a and a and a, and a Leo, right? <laughs> all about the L's, okay? Good L's, positive L. Love L. Yes. With two different views, but we're always on the same page. And we're out. We'll see you Monday at 8 p.m. Thank you, Ruth. Right. Bye. Thank Bye. you.